Um, our next speaker is Neil Powell. Uh, Neil Power. Yeah, Niall. Wow. Niall Power, like the river. Neil Power. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, for, you're the head of Station Sound at Beat FM. Yeah. Um, and your subject matter is on top 10 promotions from across the globe. Mm -hmm. Should be cool. Yeah. Okay, you're welcome. Good. Hey, everybody. Uh, just got in from Ireland this morning. It's a real pleasure to be with you guys. Um, the background to this, I was asked by the organizing committee of Radio Days Europe late last year to have a look around the world <clears throat> at some of the interesting stuff that was happening with promotions that would tick lots of different boxes uh, that would appeal to our listeners and our client partners that we work with, but uh, ideally that you could bring back to your radio stations wherever you are, whatever size you are, whatever your resources are, and turn it into something that would work for you guys. And I started by asking two simple questions. Number one, why might we do a radio promotion? And there's a number of reasons for that. Firstly, for reach to bring more people to our radio station. Secondly, for market share, so that the people we have listen a little bit longer. Thirdly, to launch a new show or format. If we're launching a new breakfast show or drive time show and we wanted to make a bit of noise in the market, we might do one. Uh, next up is a team promotion. At my station, we like to do something for Halloween, something for Christmas, maybe something for the New Year Blues. And finally, the last one, which is probably the most difficult, where a sales rep arrives in and lands a promotion on your desk for a plumber, and you've got to come up with something creative and imaginative, and you uh, scratch your head and wonder what you're going to do. The second question I asked before I had a look around was, um, what are the great characteristics that, that we need to tick all of these boxes, or as many of them as we can? Number one is we get people talking and get them uh, their attention. They might tell their friends about our radio station. Number two, the mechanic is not overly complicated. I'm in a unique position. I'm on the management team and operations team for the radio station, so I come up with the ideas, but I'm also the lead voice on the breakfast show, so I have to sell them. And I know if I can't sell a promotion in a couple of sentences, we're in trouble. Uh, you need your station team to buy 100% into the execution of the promotions. They know what's going on on their show, the next show, and other shows, and they're 100% into it. Relevant to whoever you target. The serial effect is important, that people want to know what's going to happen next so they'll stay for the next show. And uh, very important also is the 360 approach that we have on air, online and on the street. And when we do our PR, we think about before, during and after. Uh, one of the worst things a radio station can do is you have your big winner and then you wrap it up and you go home and you forget about it and not get the win afterwards, whether that's through local press or online or a video or something you can do to show off what you achieved. And the last couple then culminates in a big climax. Big budgets aren't everything. It's all about being creative. So I have a number of promotions. We have a limited amount of time today, so I'll be skimming a little bit, and I'll be giving the promotion, uh, the, the, the presentation in full t tomorrow. But if there's any particular questions, we can deal with them at the end. And I'm going to start in my own country of Ireland. We're going to go to Cork, which is the um, second biggest city in Ireland, very big market, and uh, Red FM is the uh, station targeting under 35s. And last year, they brought us the chosen one, bringing radio and social media together. And in fact, this was the winner of the gold award at the National Irish Radio Awards uh, back in October. And the basic setup on this was that imagine a competition where you've already won but you just don't know it yet. And that's what Red FM did last April when they introduced the unique The Chosen One. And this is just a little teaser to set it up. <laughs> Euro. I'm shaking. So am I. 
Only on Cork's Red FM. So basically, they were giving away €5,000 every single day. And what they did was they looked at all the likes on the station's Facebook page. They picked one person and they formed a number of clues from that person's Facebook profile. Stuff like their hobbies, their education, places they'd been, their relationship status, bands they liked, soccer teams they supported and so on. And they started on The Breakfast Show with three clues and €5,000 to give away. But there was a catch. For each show it moved on to, it dropped by €1,000. And each show had three clues. So by the end of the day, it was only worth €1,000. And there was an urgency to call in and guess if you thought that you were the person that they were talking about. They had a number of winners over the week. And here's a short uh, winner's promo. How are you going to start your workday this morning? <sighs> Cup of coffee? Check your emails? You know, you could be starting your day with thousands of euro in cash. Are you the chosen one? So very special. Only on Cork's Red FM. Red FM, hello, who's this? Hi, this is Marie Dilworth. Marie Dilworth, how are you? I'm just wondering uh, maybe if I'm the chosen one. You're family orientated, Marie? I sure am. You're a big pop music fan? I am. Are you scientifically minded technically speaking? Well, I work in Boston Scientific as a technician. Have you pulled over and put the flashers on? I haven't. <laughs> that's, that's good. Have you ever won 5,000 euro on a radio program before? No, I haven't. You have now. You are the chosen one. Are you serious? Oh my God, thank you so much. Oh my God. Oh. I can't believe I've just given away 5,000 euro. I'm shaking. So am I. <laughs> Chosen One, only on Cork's Red FM. You're so very special. So it worked on air for these guys, but it also worked online because you can see this is one Facebook post that reached almost 300,000 people and had 25,000 comments as people pleaded with them to be the chosen one that day or the, the following day. And they did it twice over the course of the year. They gave away 35 grand to 17 different people. One person got it at 5,000 and they were delighted with how it went overall. From Ireland, we're going to move next to Australia and to Sydney, the famous Kiss and the very, very famous Kyle and Jackie O. And this is a little bit inspired by Oprah, uh, You Get a Car. They asked the question, how big could a radio promotion be? This was a first for the radio industry where every single caller on The Breakfast Show that morning won a brand new car. And Hyundai were launching their new i30 model. They wanted to make some noise in Sydney. Started with a four-week teaser campaign on air, online and on billboards. And this is how the station set it up online. Sydney. Sydney. Are you ready? Are you ready? Winning on radio. You got it. It's all happening tomorrow. We're giving everyone who gets on air a brand new car. Brand new car. We can't make it any easier than that. <laughs> it's the biggest radio car giveaway ever. Ever. And it's on the Kyle and Jackie O Show. Everyone who gets on air wins a brand new reinvented Hyundai i30. Oh my god! This Friday, there's only one show to listen to. Kyle and Jackie O. From 6am, exclusive to KISS. Now, who wouldn't want 12 cars to give away on their breakfast show? And as you can imagine, on the morning that it went down, it was utter chaos. A huge, huge day today because this is the day we are giving every single listener that gets to air a brand new Hyundai iPhone. How exciting. Let's go. First car is Jay and Blackson. Riding through the city. Happy birthday, honey. Happy birthday, Emma. Angela Wilson. Angela, you got a nice 
friend. Am I dreaming? Oh, my God, someone punch me. Oh. <laughs> Random person off the board, any one of those people. Um, just pick up. Michael in Mona Vale. Good morning, sir. the pop quiz. Sorry, doll. But we'll give you a Hyundai i30 anyway. No. Oh, my God! You're Lucy from Reevesby. Oh, my God! Hi there. Oh, my God, oh, my God. How you oh, doing? Good morning. Nice work, oh, honey. Oh, you didn't get to play pop quiz, but you are driving a Hyundai i30, brother. Oh, let's drop down in Earlwood. Are you there, Daniel? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. You're here? Uh, Daniel, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. Is there anyone there? Yes, I'm here. I can't hear anything. No, we might have to go to a different... And the rules say that you have to get on air. I can't hear this guy. Daniel, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Maybe the phone's congested. Daniel. I'm here. Last chance, Daniel, before we go to another caller. Daniel, what's your last chance, buddy? If you're there, speak up or or, or you won't win a car. I'm here. Daniel, don't stay quiet. All right. No, Daniel? We might have to go to another caller there. Um, I'm here. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. Is there someone there? Yes. Hello? Yes, <laughs> Daniel, babe, here. we're just messing with you. You've you got, got it, Daniel. You got the free Hyundai i30. Nice week. Oh, we tease we shouldn't have done that for normal. That was, that was horrible. I'm thinking a free car frenzy. <laughs> frenzy. Yeah. Riding through the city. You get a car. Oh, my God. You get a car. You get a car. So that's pretty much as big as it gets. In fact, they brought that back a few months ago for Valentine's Day and everyone got a diamond ring. They got one million phone calls that morning. Um, 12 brand new cars given away. The client got five times the airtime that was promised. Huge coverage across online press on TV news and made history with the promotion. And Hyundai ended up being the most talked about car brand in the country with a huge number of inquiries and sales for the new model. So happy out they were. We're going to go to Germany next uh, and to Munich and to Radio Gong. If anyone here works in a music radio station, you've probably been asked to do a battle of the bands or a find a new artist type uh, scenario. And it, uh, in Munich, they, they did a talent show with a difference where the, the talent show took took place on their S-Bahn, their train service, where artists performed on the train and tried to convince the toughest of all juries, the passengers. Listeners decided who won and performed at a big festival in Munich. And their goals were simple. They wanted to bring a bit of fun to the public transport system, which didn't have a great uh, reputation. They wanted to show off the talents of their city. And they also point out young people like attention. They like social media to present themselves. And this allowed the station to use social media channels to show radio can be sexy too. Herzlich willkommen beim Gong 96.3 S-Bahn Casting. Der Ryan hat jetzt zwei Stationen Zeit, euch zu begeistern. Und ihr sagt mir danach, ob es gut war oder schlecht.
So it brings me some relief to know you can go anywhere in the world and there'll be a busker murdering Wonderwall by Oasis. Anywhere. So they were very happy with this one. It got them a lot of attention and uh, perfectly served the core image of their station, Your Munich, Your Hits. They reached the young target audience through the cross-media implementation, listenership up in tracking, and they actually picked up some awards, the German Radio Award for Best Innovation, and they also got nominated for the cross-media award of Nord Media. Next up, we're going to go to Sweden and to RiksFM. This one probably falls a little bit more under the stunt category. And um, they were uh, launching a marketing campaign that allowed listeners to be part of a wedding. The wedding would be between their two breakfast presenters, where listeners could win the wedding gifts. And the station wanted a PR stunt to celebrate the news that the breakfast presenters really love working together. So what they did was, they, uh, on April Fool's Day, Layla, who's the female presenter, added a picture of her on her Instagram of her in a limousine in a wedding dress, but we couldn't see the groom. Now, she's very famous in Sweden. She's a judge on Swedish Idol, and she's an influencer. So there was a lot of talk immediately and speculation about what was going on in her love life. They revealed all on air the next day that the couple is so dedicated to radio and their show that they were going to get married. And uh, the basic setup of this one, they followed it up with the marketing campaign. Listeners could win the couple's wedding gifts, one gift per day for two weeks. Ratings immediately increased, and the final big prize at the end was you could win their honeymoon to Las Vegas. And with a couple of just little short teaser videos they used online to get people talking. Ja. Men vi gör det här på låtsas. Ja, det gör vi. Vi gör det för radios skull, det vet du. Jag har inte ens ring med. Nej, men jag har många. Jag har varit gift, vet du. Den där skulle passa dig. So, uh, a bit of fun there with the breakfast presenters. There was an increase in ratings on the breakfast show. Uh, 6,000 people entered the competition, 45,000 visitors to the website, and a lot of talkability in the market. From Sweden, we're off to the UK next, and to Absolute Radio, which is a really strong music brand in the UK. Their position is Real Music Matters. And uh, these guys, they're very unique in one way. They uh, are the only network in the world that has one breakfast show and seven different playlists. So the presenter does a link, he presses a button, and a different song plays on each of their networks. And the networks are 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, classic rock, and Absolute Radio. And the presenter on this show up till recently was Christian O'Connell, who's just gone to Melbourne. And to demonstrate uh, their different networks and this uniqueness, the station picked one song from each era or genre and created the world's shortest mixtape. And listeners had to work out what all seven songs were. And I'll play just a short promo to set it up. Christian O'Connell's 10 Grand Time Machine. Christian thinks he's invented the toughest radio competition ever. He could win £10,000, but he doesn't think anyone will. It starts next week and involves a time machine that goes... Oi! Shut up! Okay, we've said too much. £10,000 probably won't be given away unless you really, really know your music. Christian O'Connell's 10 Grand Time Machine starts next week. 
So the audio got played on breakfast and people had five minutes to call. They played twice per show, but the clip was played on every other show, so the whole station was talking about the uh, campaign. It got huge talkability because the actual breakfast presenters didn't know what the answers were, so they were teasing it out themselves on air every day. And they also have a long-running breakfast uh, sponsor, Wix, which is a hardware uh, store in the UK. They came on board too and offered a prize every time a new no. song was guessed. Now, um, as you can imagine, uh, it did pretty well. And what's interesting here was it was the best performing piece of content in their focus groups. Couple of quotes. I sit on the bus every morning and I can't get off till I've heard it. I can't even get one. This will go for months. I'd never call in, but I'm desperate to know. And that's really key in the promotions that we do as radio stations, that we know a certain amount of people are never going to contact us. They don't text us, they don't enter competitions, but they're there. And we want to know that we're engaging them as well, and they're playing along and teasing it out in their heads. And they launched a second round of that competition a while back. Now, I'm in a room full of radio people, so I'm sure you'd be able to work out at least one of the songs in their seven songs in the world's shortest mixtape. Yeah? Have a listen. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? No? This is what they were. So a successful promo in that, obviously it was engaging, it was fun, people took part, but it also showed off the range of music they play across their network, so it was a good branding exercise as well. Our next promotion, we're going to return to Ireland, and uh, this time we're going to Dublin to my friends at 98FM. And this one is just a whole lot of fun, the big slide home. It had never been seen in Ireland before. The radio station approached the city council to close one of Dublin's oldest and busiest streets to build a 260-foot water slide. It was named after the station's drive-time show, The Big Ride Home. And winning was easy. Every hour, exclusive wristbands were given away on the air, um, on air and online. And on the day they built their water slide, it was a lot of fun. This feeling inside my bones It goes electric, baby, when I turn it on Off from my city, off from my home We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone I got that sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet I feel that hot blood in my body When it drops, ooh I can't take my eyes off of it Moving so phenomenally Come on, like the way we rock so don't stop
So a lot of fun, you can see the mayor took part, uh, lots of local celebrities and uh, a lot of coverage online across this different social networks as people um, share their experiences on the big slide. Uh, end results, 10,000 people interested in the event page, reached over half a million people, trended on the day they launched, throughout the weekend it was running and on the Monday morning afterwards. Videos viewed almost half a million times on Facebook, 56,000 page views and 21,000 page views on the web stories. Next up, we are here in South Africa and a station I was listening to this morning on my way here, 94.7. And they teamed up with Samsung, um, where the client came to them and wanted something that would create some hype and promote the exciting features on the new Galaxy S7. And they launched a competition mechanic that hadn't been done before. And this was nominated for Best Multi-Channel Promotion at the South African Liberty Radio Awards. Samsung approached 947 and KFM with the brief to get people ready to say hello to the new Samsung Galaxy S7 and S7 Edge. We needed to create hype, demand and talk about the incredible features of the all-new S7. Samsung mystery boxes were dropped off at high traffic intersections across Joburg and Pretoria. On air, presenters led the conversation about the mystery boxes and got the hashtag the next galaxy trending. On-air presenters spoke about the new S7 and S7 Edge. Videos were created with presenters wearing the virtual reality headgear and posted on Facebook and Twitter. For the final phase of the campaign, we got listeners to unlock the box to win their share of half a million rand. This involved a never-been-done-before competition mechanic. The next galaxy is here, and it's taken over the streets of Joburg. There's a box worth half a million rand somewhere in your city just waiting for you to tweet, unlock, watch the 360 video, and claim everything inside. Unlock the next Galaxy Box on 947, Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. till 8 p.m. We launched the game on air, drove listeners to Twitter to unlock the 360-degree videos on YouTube. They then submitted their entries via SMS, and we brought it back on air to reward them with the cash. Not only did we experience record-breaking Twitter and Facebook stats, our SMS entries were off the charts. This digitally-led, fully-converged campaign has achieved incredible results, both for Client and 947, as well as KFM. So obviously 360 functionality in VR very much talked about in the last uh, year or so, so great to see it worked into a, an on-air campaign like that. We're off to the Netherlands next and uh, the very famous Radio 538. And uh, again, this is a client-led promotion. They wanted to promote the new Dacia Duster and uh, the concept was four participants, four days, four wheels. In 2018, the new Dacia Duster was introduced with a 360-degree campaign on local and national level. It's more than just another brand, more than just any car, more than you expect. The new Dacia Duster is more Duster than ever. It is something you don't just say, it is an experience you share. With the unique activation by the biggest Dutch radio station, Radio 538.
Zitten. Uh, de terrornacht hadden we net al afgesproken. Met een winnaar. Je hebt een gloednieuwe auto gewonnen. Oh my god! Oh my god! Ja man! Top gefeliciteerd. Oh, dankjewel, dankjewel. The activation attracted 9500 participants. Had over 300.000 video plays on the livestream of Radio 538. And site traffic of 896,875 visitors. Finally, we generated an amazing PR value of over 300,000 euros. The Dacia Duster is different. We are proud of that, and our fans feel the same. With our waiting list, we generated 568 subscriptions. 5,768 brochures were downloaded. Throughout the whole buying funnel, we introduced the new Dacia Duster with and within DCO. It was a great success. With the waiting list and direct message campaign only, already 116 Dacia Duster models have been sold. 358 Dusters were ordered during this campaign. The new Dacia Duster. More Duster than ever. So that's obviously a good example of delivering for a client when they want to work with you on something. We saw the end results there in terms of orders. Promotion number nine, and we're going to go to Romania and to Europa FM. This is a little bit different from the others because it's a gentler approach to a station promotion. Europa FM is a national station targeting over 30-year-olds with a mixture of music and speech. They were launching a new drive time show and looking for an idea to help focus listening uh, to the show. Uh, they had a new car to give away, so they developed a mechanic which they felt was perfect for their target audience but also reinforce the values of their radio station and basically they uh, came up with the idea of beautiful Romania the plan was to put together a map of their country to highlight how beautiful it is through the eyes of their listeners despite some negative associations and listeners were invited to send in photos from their region of the most beautiful area or spot which they thought represented beautiful Romania all the images would be available on the website on a special map and over a month every day on that new drive time show one listener was taken on air each day to describe with pride the image they had uploaded and talk with passion about their region and their country so on the website it looked a little bit like this you had your map and you could zone in find your area and then uh, basically uh, have a look at all the photos that uh, were put up from people in that particular region the end result was a daily moment of national pride on the radio, a significant increase in traffic to their website where people went to look at the photos, three and a half thousand pictures submitted, uh, obviously great highlighted uh, the, the new drive time show and uh, they felt they developed a gentler approach to a station promotion incorporating that strong digital element still but they were very happy with the results. Promotion 10, we're off to Denmark, a little bit different again. This is a client-led promotion, but they decided to run it across a network of stations and information and education was a key part of this. It was uh, MaxiZoo. They wanted people talking about their pets. And I know as a presenter of a breakfast show, the one thing that people will talk about for hours on end is their dogs or their cats. Uh, and I'm the same. If I had half an hour, I'd, I'd talk about those. So basically, the four different stations within the network all did something slightly different. Nova did the pet contract, where they solved pet conflicts on air. 
there. The Voice asked the question, do pets make us happier? Where they allowed their presenters to spend some time with pets and then tested their happiness afterwards. Radio 100 did the coolest pet of Denmark and talked about how they bring happiness to our homes. And Pop FM had the Pops Paw Club, which was all about being aware of the well-being of your pets. And uh, as well as the on-air content, a lot of uh, digital content. This was the different websites and how they handled it and also a strong social element as well. You can see there was a reach of over a quarter of a million people and uh, almost 10,000 reactions. And the best part about this, if you're a presenter who loves pets, is they all got to spend some time in studio <laughs> with puppies. Så det er kæresten, du gerne vil indgå en kontrakt med omkring det kæledyr. Et dyr er jo også. Et dyr er en ven for et barn. So, um, delivered for the clients, but also connected with their listeners on something that they're very, very passionate about. And I was asked to come up with 10 promotions from around the world, but because I'm Irish, I don't like following the rules, and I have one more for you. And I want to bring you back to my own radio station in Ireland, Beat, which covers the southeast corner. We were Ireland's first regional radio station, and uh, we love a good station promotion. So this was an idea we saw at Radio Days Europe a couple of years back, I think it was in Paris, the coffin lock-in. And we asked the question, would you stay in a coffin for one hour for 1,000 euro? It's a Halloween promotion. Uh, this is how we set it up online without mentioning it on air. We're dying to meet you. Again, before we mentioned anything on air, we had to build our funeral home. And we did that in the biggest shopping center in our region. It's not where you'd normally see a funeral home, in between a game shop and a fashion store. And needless to say, uh, some people got a little bit bothered by that. Uh, this was a screen grab I took from Facebook, forgive the language, what the actual fuck? <laughs> no way, I'm totally disturbed. I thought the makeup shop was going in there. So. At this stage, we could reveal on air uh, the coffin lock-in was coming, and we were asking people to spend one hour in a coffin, but the catch was we were not going to tell them what an hour was. They had to work out in their own head what one hour was with no devices. So uh, this was the first person who went in. Now, what you'll notice here, a couple of things. We built a studio, basically, in the funeral home, and we had presenters there on site all the time, so we could cross live to them the whole way through. 
the victims, as we call them, were mic'd up in the coffin, and we also introduced the coffin cam, which was weirdly addictive, watching people's small face like that on our website and social media. Here's a short clip of the first guy. Kieran, can you hear me? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay, uh, how are you feeling so far? You've been in there now for a couple of minutes. Um, what's the vibe like? Well, it's dark, for starters. Uh, oddly comfortable, which I'm not too sure I'm actually comfortable with myself. So uh, for the first year, we ran it for a week. We had a lot of people in there. person who got closest to 60 minutes won the 1,000 euro. And we got lots of coverage out of this um, Daily Mirror, Radio Today, and people talking about it on Twitter. So we brought it back for year two um, because it uh, took the bronze award at the National Radio Awards. Uh, Coffin Lock in the Return, this was the setup. And this time the uh, cell was, you won't be alone, which got people a little bit nervous. But basically what we did was we introduced two coffins this year so that people would be competing at the same time against each other. They weren't racing against each other. They were both still trying to get the best time close to 60 minutes. But it did add an extra element because if you thought that you were at 40 minutes and you heard somebody getting out, it would play with your, your mind because maybe you're closer to 60. And what it allowed us to do uh, over the course of the campaign was to introduce some storylines. So we had the youngest person who applied versus the oldest guy who applied. He came with all the makeup. Uh, the mother and son. Uh, we had boyfriend and girlfriend and boss and staff as well uh, playing against each other. This is what our little uh, studio looked like with the two coffins. And we also had the coffin cams broadcasting on screens in the uh, shopping centre. So that allowed a crowd to gather and it really ticked that on the street element for us. Uh, leaderboard showed who did the best and the top two went head to head for the finale. You stayed in for 57 minutes and 31 seconds. What? So you didn't go over. Kevin Bullock, you stayed in for one hour and nine seconds. So it's you scoring yourself a 1,000 euro ticket. So, um, one hour and nine seconds is pretty phenomenal. I don't know if he had a timer in places we weren't allowed to search. Uh, and he took his cash and he was happy out. So that's it, really. I just have a couple of quick takeaways for everybody before we wrap up. Um, the, the rules, I, I would say, number one, it's an old radio line, but K-A-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. If you can't sell your promotion mechanic on air very easily, it's going to be very difficult for your listener to jump on board. Number two, every concept can be made your own. Uh, everything I showed you there today, there's something you can take from and make into something for your radio station. Uh, don't obsess over the prize. You saw with our one, it was a thousand euro. It's not a huge amount of the overall scheme of things, but it didn't matter. We got hundreds of people playing because they wanted the challenge and they wanted to test themselves with it and take part in the fun. Have a functional and flourishing creative team within your radio station. We have a creative team that from all departments that meets every week, but we'll also bring people in and out. So sometimes a part-time presenter, a receptionist can have a great idea and it's worth uh, hearing it. Ensure you give it the full 360 degree treatment. So on air, online and on the street and also in terms of promotion pre-post and sorry, pre-during and post. 
And finally, have fun, because that's something that we do very well in radio. That is it. Any quick questions? Cool. Um, thank you so much for a very incisive presentation. Really, our deepest gratitude. Any questions? Okay, there's three. Okay, I'm going to start this way. Oh, you're going to start. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to ask, obviously when going into a promotion, you are putting forward quite a bit of money on some of them. Um, yeah, our, our client is, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you know what the feedback's going to be initially before you even start running the competition? How much to actually put in versus what you plan on getting out? And just in terms of cash or workload? Well, just resources in general. And um, Well, you've got to really believe in it initially um, because for us it is full resources and that's everybody from the CEO down to presenters. We'd have a big team working on a stage like Coffin Lock-In. You can see the scale of that in terms of the outdoor element and the videos beforehand. So you've got to really believe in your promotion if you're going to uh, kick it off with that level of resources. So I suppose it's confidence in it. But sometimes things are worth trying and we've done promotions that haven't worked as well um, and you learn from them and you make the next one better. Thank Did you. anyone ever win the Absolute Radio Shortest Mix? Yes, yeah, they've done it twice and they've won. Now, I don't know how, but if I was the program director there, probably what they're doing is slightly extending the clips as they move along to help people along, or alternatively, maybe give them a clue, a, a lyric from song three, because the most important thing on a promotion like that that builds over a period is that you are actually getting some results. You're getting one right, two right, three right, or else it's dead. The presenters won't be able to keep selling it after a couple of weeks. Um, hello. <laughs> I shout for this one. Last one, yeah. Um, hi, there me. Um, question about cultural appropriateness. Um, you, you're a Catholic country. Yeah. Um, did, did you get like pushback from the priestly types Not for the coffin really. thing? Not on that one because uh, Ireland has come a long way over the last couple of years. You might be aware we've had some, some big things in terms of abortion referendums and marriage equality and stuff, so we, we have come a long way. But we were one of the first to do Two Strangers in a Wedding way about 10 years ago, and we got an awful lot of huge amount of criticism, um, both from the Catholic side, even from national papers, that we should be fired for making a mockery of marriage and that. So it was there, but it's easing off a little bit in Ireland because... Exactly. Death is cool. Not, not marriage, though. Marriages, no. Don't do marriage under no circumstances. Thanks, guys. Cool.